Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, long time no talk. Yeah, I missed you guys. Even brought the old intro and outro back. I'll get some new ones recorded maybe in the future. But when they played that preseason game on Thursday in the National Football League, and then some of you started to reach out to me on Twitter to talk about football, it got the juices going a little bit. So I decided, hey, let's dust off the equipment because I want to go on the record with some college football future bets. Last year, I wasn't the best in college football, but the future bets I did okay. You can go back and listen to episode 359. It was dropped on July the 20th of 2022. On that podcast, I backed Florida State over six and a half wins for two units. I backed Florida State over three and a half wins in the ACC for three units. The result, the Seminoles went five and three in the ACC, nine and three overall, and I got to cash all five units. Then I backed my guy, Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. I had the Wildcats over the six and a half wins for three units. I also backed K-State over four and a half wins in the Big 12 for two units. The result, Kansas State went seven and two in the Big 12, nine and three overall, and I hit all five units. So my two big plays last year, I hit them both. Then I lost two units on Iowa over the seven and a half wins. They finished seven and five, and I'm still a little bitter about it. They lost a 10-7 game to Iowa State at home in the non-conference. And then at the end of the year, I needed one thing. They just had to beat Nebraska at home. But instead, they laid a clunker, lost 24-17, costing me the two tickets. I did cash something in the Big Ten, though. I cashed on the Ohio State, one unit over the 10 and a half wins. They finished 11-1 and in the regular season. I lose a unit in the SEC on Florida. I backed them over the seven wins. They finished 6-6, six and six and I lost that one. Then because I like unders, I had to play an under, and I played Kentucky under the eight wins for one unit. They had a good start to the year, but finished 7-5, and five, so I got to cash that ticket. So made some money last year. Hopefully this year, I don't give it back. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to have seven units on one team in the Big 12. I'm going to have six units in play in the SEC, six units in play in the Big 10. I looked at the ACC. I'm not going to put any units in play. I just have no pulse in that conference. That's what I'll do on this podcast. And then maybe in another seven to 10 days, I'm going to drop another podcast with future bets for the Pac-12 or whatever they're going to call that conference and the rest of the mid-majors. And I will say this, my play of the year is probably in the Mountain West Conference, so that is still to come. But right now, let's start with my seven unit in action in the Big 12. The Big 12, I don't know who's coming and going in this conference, but it's going to be scary this year. I think teams two through 13 all have the potential to win eight games this season. The one team that stands out to me, all eyes are on Texas. Yes, Steve Sarkeesian went eight and five in year number two at Texas with all five losses by seven or fewer points. I love the Phil Steele magazine. And in his offensive rankings, he has six of eight unit rankings listing the Longhorns in the top 15. This is going to be a potent team on offense. He is projecting them to average 39.5 points per game. They have 16 starters back total. All nine sets of power rankings for Mr. Steele call for Texas to win double-digit games this year. This is the last stand for the Longhorns in the Big 12. They're off to the SEC next season. They will get everyone's best shot, but they should be good enough to win this conference going away, in my opinion. 
Their non-conference includes a road game at Alabama. Nothing easy there. Their conference schedule has their traditional neutral site game against Oklahoma at the Red River Shootout. They have road games at Baylor, Houston, TCU, and Iowa State. All tough games, but all very winnable. Their home games are against Kansas, BYU, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. Longhorn fans have been waiting for that special season. This might be the one. I'm going to bet Texas four different ways this year. Three units on the Longhorns over nine and a half wins total at a minus 140. Two units on Texas over seven and a half wins in the Big 12 at a minus 125. One unit on Texas to win the Big 12 championship game at a plus 100. And one unit on Texas to have more regular season wins than Oklahoma at a minus 115. So seven units in play on Texas. If they start 0-3, yeah, I'm going to go into hiding, and you'll never hear me again on this podcast, but I am all in on the Longhorns this year. Play number two, I stay in the state of Texas. We head to the SEC Conference. It's Texas A&M. So last year was a year to forget for Jimbo Fisher, five and seven after starting number six in the country with one of the best rosters NIL could buy. They lost to App State by three. Alabama by four, South Carolina by six, Old Miss by three, and Auburn by three. Five losses by six or fewer points. This year, they have 10 starters back on offense. They have 10 starters back on defense, and they've added one of my favorite college football coaches, Bobby Petrino, comes in to run the show on offense. Their non-conference schedule should consist of three cupcakes and one big road game at Miami. If they win that game, I would need just four wins in the SEC to push this bat. They have home games against Auburn, Arkansas, South Carolina, and Mississippi State. So that could easily get me the push. Then I would have four outs for victory number nine. They have a home game remaining against Alabama, road games at Old Miss, Tennessee, and LSU. Not an easy schedule, but I think they get to number nine. So I'm going to put three units on Texas A&M. Over the eight wins at a minus 115 and two units on Texas A&M over four and a half wins in the SEC at plus money. That's at a plus 130. So I'm five units in on the Aggies of Texas A&M. If not, Jimbo Fisher, see you later. You can get out of there. Next up, under the matchup section on DraftKings for most regular season wins, it's in the SEC. I'm going to take the Florida Gators over Mississippi State. This is plus money for me, plus 140 for the Gators. The Bulldogs team total is six and a half. The Gators team total is five and a half. But as some of you will remember, I believe in Billy Napier. He crushed me last year, but I think year number two will be much better in the swamp. Mississippi State is likely going to have some growing pains in the post-Mike Leach era. So I like the Gators here, plus 140 over the Bulldogs for most regular season wins. Next up, we go to the Big Ten, and this one pains me, but I lead off with the Wisconsin Badgers. Over eight and a half wins at a minus 145. Six and a half wins in the Big Ten at minus 110 was the other option. I maybe should go that direction, but I'm just going to play the eight and a half. Luke Fickle takes over the reins. 18 starters back in Madison. Phil Steele has this team going 11 and one in his main set of power rankings, and they are his number one surprise team in all the land. As a Gopher fan, the expression is always, I'd rather be dead than red, but I like money, so I'm going to back the Badgers. 
59th ranked schedule in the country. That's far too easy. Their path to nine wins looks like this. They have Buffalo, Georgia Southern, Rutgers, Northwestern, Nebraska, at Indiana, and at Purdue. That could already be seven wins. Then they would need to go two and three with games against Iowa and Ohio State at home and road games at Washington State, Illinois, and Minnesota on the road. I don't see four losses on the schedule, so I'm going to take the Badgers, Bucky the Badger, over the eight and a half wins at a minus 145 for two units. My final three plays are all for just one unit. The next play is Penn State over the eight and a half wins at a minus 140. Over six and a half in the conference at minus 155 was the next best option, but I'm not overly concerned with an on-conference schedule against West Virginia, Delaware, and UMass at home. James Franklin won 10 games last year. He has 16 starters back this year. They will have someone other than Sean Clifford under center this year, but Clifford was up and down at times. The four road games for Penn State this year, at Illinois, at Northwestern, at The Ohio State, and at Maryland. I would be shocked if they didn't go at least 3-1 and one on the road. Then they have home games in the conference against Michigan, Iowa, Indiana, Rutgers, and Michigan State. It wouldn't shock me if the Nittany Lions beat either Ohio State or Michigan this season. I can't find three losses on the schedule. They may find three, but I can't. 60th easiest schedule in the country. Give me Penn State over the nine and a half wins at the minus 140. Next up, oh boy, here we go again. I'm on Iowa over the eight wins at a minus 145. They burned me last year, but I'm back for more. I actually can't believe I'm betting on the two arch rivals of the Gophers, the Hawkeyes and the Badgers. 16 starters back for Iowa. They play great defense. Even their own players, I think, to bet the under, that's how good a D they play. And they do avoid Ohio State and Michigan this season. Their path to eight wins is simple. They have Utah State, Western Michigan, and a revenge game against or at Iowa State in the non-conference. So I think that's a 3-0 start. Then they have Michigan State, Purdue, Northwestern, Rutgers, and Illinois at home. So that gets me to eight and the push on this wager. Then they would need to win one of these four for me to win the bet. At Penn State, at Wisconsin, at home against Minnesota, and the revenge game to end the season in Lincoln at Nebraska. I might push, but I think this is a 9-3 and three team for the Hawkeyes this season. So I'm going to play Iowa over the eight wins at the minus 145. And then because I always play it under, here it is. It's Purdue, the Boilermakers, under three and a half wins of the Big Ten at a minus 115. So you got a new coach, only 11 starters returning, and a much, much tougher schedule this year. Their first seven conference games, here we go. Against Wisconsin, loss. Against Illinois, likely a loss. At Iowa, loss. Against Ohio State, loss. At Nebraska, unlikely to win. At Michigan, loss. Against Minnesota, unlikely to win. If they go two and five in those seven, yeah, they could beat me with wins at Northwestern and Indiana to finish the season. But my gut says it's going to be a long year for the Boilermakers. So I'm going to play Purdue under the three and a half wins in the Big Ten at a minus 115. I'm rusty, but that was kind of fun to talk to you once again. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, ah, yeah, that was fun. That's all I'm going to say. As always, I'll wrap it up the old way. Don't chase money. Have fun. Let's cast some tickets together.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.